0: And this time on Culture File, it's time to add another volume to our growing library of the world's most inspiring and even consoling nature writing. And this time, Paddy Woodworth fetches down from the naturalist bookshelf Barry Lopez's 1980s classic Arctic Dreams, Imagination and Desire in a Northern Landscape. I have to confess that Arctic Dreams by Barry Lopez defeated me on two, or maybe even three, first attempts to read it. I was spellbound by the beauty and insight of the opening passages. But then the book slipped away through my fingers, again and again. I can thank lockdown for finally completing the journey. It is so hard in the lives we used to live to focus on a long, dense read. But it is so rewarding when we do find the time and peace to do so. That said... Arctic dreams could have benefited from tighter editing. There are tangles of detail, especially about European explorers, that you should not feel too guilty about skipping. Lopez has been writing for a long time, and one wonders how many parallel lives he has led in order to become intimate with so many diverse parts of the world and to comment in such depths on their natural and cultural histories. In an illuminating short blog on writing, he sets out a high stall for his craft. The role of the artist in part, he says, is to develop the conversations, the stories, the films, the music, the expressions of awe and wonder and mystery that remind us, especially in our worst times, of what is still possible, of what we haven't yet imagined. And he continues, it is by attending to the responsibilities of maintaining good relations in whatever we do, and he's talking about both people and environment here, I think, that communities turn a gathering darkness into light. A writer for our times, indeed. Light, literally and figuratively, is a recurrent theme of Arctic dreams. López is fascinated by, and fascinating about, the science of vision. About how, for example, a mirage can make the Arctic sun appear visible, and even rectangular sometimes, when it is still well below the horizon. This is a reminder, as he puts it, that the universe is oddly hinged. But he is also entranced by how light affects our psyche, And he finds these effects have very particular qualities in the translucent arctic air. This is, he writes, a landscape of numinous events, of a forgiving benediction of light, and of a darkness so dunning that it precipitates madness. He opens the book with a passage I have mentioned briefly before on this programme. He is walking among myriad ground-nesting birds, many of which remain stoically quite still at his feet. I gazed down at a single-horned lark, no bigger than my fist, he writes, and it simply gazed back. The eggs of a golden plover, he finds, glowed with a soft, pure light, like the window light in a Vermeer painting. I marvelled at this intense and concentrated beauty on the vast table of the plain." And so he finds himself bowing to the birds, in deference to the evidence of life in their nests because of their fecundity so unexpected in this remote region and, we're back to light again, because of the serene arctic light that came down over the land like breath, like breathing. I had never known how benign sunlight can be, how run through with compassion in a land that bore so eloquently the evidence of centuries of winter. Maybe the healthy sceptic in you is wondering if these are not the ramblings of a hippie after one joint too many. But you'll quickly find, reading this book, that they are grounded in a vast knowledge of Arctic biology and of the great sweep of its human history, both indigenous and colonial. The dreams he explores so vividly are twofold. One is the innate beauty of undisturbed landscapes. The other is, as he puts it, a dream gone awry. The long human struggle, mental and physical, to come to terms with the deep north. In the second dream, Lopez's strongest empathy is with the indigenous peoples who have built such subtle and sustainable relationships with this harsh world but he also fully acknowledges the courage and vision of those Europeans and Americans who have confronted the seductive, often lethal challenges of the region, though he laments many of the consequences of their arrival. Lopez's dreamscape will introduce you in lively detail to the life cycles of strange animals like the musk ox and like the narwhal, that whale which is a marine prototype for the unicorn. And the dreamscape will spell out dramas, sometimes inspiring, more often heartbreaking, of the encounters between Inuits and colonists. Though he was writing in the early 1980s and sees no shadow of climate change, his Arctic dreaming is keenly aware of the prospect of nightmares. I have only been able to hint here at the great richness of this book. If you can find the time, It will enormously reward your venturing into this luminescent territory. Paddy Woodworth there with his latest addition to The Naturalist Bookshelf, Arctic Dreams by Barry Lopez. And if you'd like to hear the other books in the series, have a look at The Naturalist Bookshelf playlist on SoundCloud.